Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here with Matt Ramage from eMarketed. Hey, Matt, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Andy? Doing great. Great to have you here. Yeah, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Tell me a little bit about eMarketed. Uh, yeah, so eMarketed is, um, you know, we've been in business since 98, so a long time in the <laughs> internet world. Um, you know, we do omni-channel marketing for all types of businesses. And uh, yeah, I mean, some of those marketing practices entail SEO. Uh, we do paid ads management um, for search and social. And uh, we do web development as well. That's great. And uh, in, in that whole, that's a whole sphere of digital marketing solutions for your clients. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, who are some of your clients? Who's your ideal customer profile? Um, you know, who are the kinds of companies that you can move the needle for? Um, yeah, so all types of clients, um, you know, one area that we've been in for, you know, most of our existence is the mental health industry. So we work with a lot of rehabs, um, they're working on growing their admits. So that's one area that we're really strong in. And, um, and then also direct to consumer. So we work with a number of e-commerce brands that are looking to grow their revenue online as well. So those are kind of two, two areas that we're, we definitely specialize in. That's great. And in looking at the media channels that you uh, place ads for for your clients, uh, what are what are some of the better performing channels? Like does Facebook perform better than Google, or does it depend on the client? Or tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, good question. So yeah, it depends on the client, of course. Um, in the rehab sector, we've found that based on search intents, um, somebody looking for a rehab for themselves or a loved one, like they're going to Google and doing a search. So. Um, definitely Google performs better. You know, we've tested over the years, social, um, you know, the intent's just not there. People are on Instagram or Facebook, you know, they're browsing, they're not looking to find help for a loved one. So, um, although it does, you know, sometimes we do remarket on those platforms as well. So if they've seen a search ad and they've been searching them, that'd be a good time to show them ads. But um, yeah, for, um, for a direct to consumer, you know, brands that we work for, um, Google shopping is, definitely a huge channel and performs really well. Um, so yeah, those that can tend to perform better than Instagram um, and Facebook, but um, you know, we do those as well. Cause you know, a lot of our people shop looking to buy, you know, and it's sometimes it's multi-touch too. So if somebody's, you know, browsing and then they're on Instagram and then they're going to, you know, they're going to see the brands wherever, wherever they go. So, um, but yeah, I guess <laughs> back to your original question, it, it depends on the company. Makes sense. Yeah. So um, when a company you start to work with, uh, tell me a little bit about the challenge that they have before they start working with you and how you help them solve that challenge. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, one of the challenges is just kind of keeping up to date with all the different platforms. So um, a lot of times the companies we work with will not have somebody in-house that is, you know, up to date on all those different platforms. So they're not, you know, AdWords, uh, you know, certified and they're not, you know, they're just kind of, you know, maybe they do various different things at the company. Maybe it's the IT person who's just kind of been, okay, you, you, you do these ads, you know? <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of one area that we come in and, you know, our team is, you know, this is all we've done for the last, you know, 20 plus years. So a lot of these platforms we've 
been working on since their inception. So we've, you know, we continue to kind of stay up to date on all the latest changes and, you know, we take classes and, you know, go to conferences and just kind of learn the best practices. Um, so yeah, that's one area. Um, I guess another area that companies struggle with is just kind of the reporting. So, you know, if they're advertising on Google and Facebook and Instagram and, you know, and they're going to look at Google analytics and they're going to have just kind of a, you know, all their data in different places. And then they're going to look at maybe if they're selling online with, they're going to look at their stats on Shopify and, um, you know, they're, you know, anyway, so we kind of help bring all the data together and we use data studio, which is a Google product and um, customized reports and dashboards. So we can really kind of present, you know, to the, you know, VPs or the owners of the company, like this is, this is where your ad spend's going and here's the ROI. And so that's something that our, our, our clients really enjoy and, and, um, and yeah, are kind of lost in that area as well. Yeah. Data studio is really powerful. That's very cool that you guys use that. Um, tell me a little bit about the setup process, right? So if you have a client who's coming to you, they need to, they need to grow. Uh, they, they have this aspiration to grow. Um, but maybe they don't have their tags properly set up for mm-hmm. example, or might yeah. not have Google Tag Manager or what have you. Yep. Getting Data Studio set up is pretty much in the deep end. Talk to me a little bit about that journey from we want to get started with you to then going into an implementation phase. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the first month is typically that's kind of all about the setup and getting everything kind of connected and getting access. So some companies we work with, you know, logins are lost or, you know, marketing department has this. And so it's all about kind of getting those all set up and setting up conversions on the website. So a lot of, you know, companies we work with aren't even tracking the conversions or they're not tracking them properly. So yeah, it's all about, you know, the first month, Uh, but we do, you know, we hit the ground running. So we're, you know, if they've, you know, if we're taking over for somebody else that has ads or if they're running ads themselves, we, we're not just going to turn everything off. We'll, you know, we might run a smaller campaign in the beginning. Uh, but yeah, that first month is kind of just all about, you know, checking the website, checking the code, making sure the pixel for Facebook and is properly firing. And um, yeah, just making sure all the uh, conversions are being tracked properly. So yeah, it's a whole you know, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty, but as you know, it's, it's pretty <laughs> complex. And, um, but yeah, that's something, you know, cause yeah, if you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars and things aren't firing properly and you're not going to be able to attribute, you know, um, you know, your sales to your actual, you know, ads, then, you know, you're not going to be able to move forward knowing what to do properly. So, yeah. And do you set up call tracking as well for your clients? Um, yeah, we do. We do mainly with in the mental health space. Um, so for rehabs we work with, we're using, um, you know, we'll work with whatever they have. Um, the one that we use, uh, we prefer to use is CallRail. So, um, but yeah, we've worked with, um, I don't know, two or three of the of the big ones. But yeah, CallRail works really well and integrates in with, you know, Google Ads and analytics. And so, um, yeah, that's the one we we prefer. Cool. Talk to me a little bit about the origin story of the business. People love to hear about origin stories and how companies had an idea and then they yeah. got to market and then they went from zero to one and then they went from one to 20. Yeah. What about that growth path for you? Um, so, yeah. So I, um, you know, I started off in the uh, working at Earthlink back in the, you know, 96, 97. So it's funny because I'm sure you know Earthlink, you know, but I, you know, some of the, 
you know, younger people. I, I was actually um, one of Earthlink's first customers. I remember. Okay, yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah. Back so, in 1994, you know, I remember. Right. Sometimes I'll say Earthlink and I'll just see, you know, <laughs> talk to, you know, 20 something or even a 30 something year old. And they're just like, what? Who? Earthlink? Anyway, so yeah, I got my start there. Um, from Earthlink, I went to another um, ISP, which is no longer around. It was called Zion Communications. It was a DSL provider located in downtown Los Angeles. And, um, and yeah, kind of all along, I started just, you know, building and marketing websites, um, just, you know, uh, moonlighted, did that on the, on the side and in the evenings. And um, yeah, and early, you know, I guess the late 90s, part of the dot-com crash, you know, the internet, the DSL company I was at, um, you know, it was, it was crazy because we were, you know, we we're growing really fast and then just everything collapsed, stock market collapsed and we went under. And um, so, yeah, from there, I kind of had a few odd jobs. And one of those jobs was at a rehab company and I was like director of marketing. Um, so I managed all of their ads and all of their digital um, you know, their websites and just managed everything digital for them. And um, yeah, from there, I basically, talked to that owner of that company and convinced them that I didn't need to be on premise and I could work from my house. And so that was kind of my first, I guess, jump into just doing it completely on my own. And from there I got other rehabs and just, you know, a year later opened an office down the street from my house. And, um, and yeah, you know, here we are, you know, 20 plus years later and uh, yeah, our team is, we're about seven, seven of us now. So still small. We've been larger in the past, but we've, during the pandemic, we kind of scaled back. And um, so we're, but we're, you know, kind of a lean team and just the essentials. And, you know, we're able to, you know, when a company hires us, though, if we do need certain things that um, aren't in our wheelhouse, we can easily kind of scale up and bring people on pretty quickly. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of how I, how I got it started. Very cool. And how does the company generate revenue? What's the business model? Um, so yeah, the business model, I mean, word of mouth referrals is kind of our, our biggest source of revenue right now. I mean, so clients that typically work with us, it's a monthly retainer um, for our marketing services. And then we also, you know, build websites as well. So those are kind of more one-off projects, but yeah, monthly retainers is kind of our, our revenue model. Um, we also do web hosting as well. So that's kind of a more of a yearly recurring charge. And then for a handful of our clients too, we will kind of support their websites and provide kind of monthly website management. And, um, you know, cause a lot of companies, even though they're hosted like at AWS or other hosting companies, they, they need somebody in between. It's like, they can't just call those companies up and handle it. So we're kind of the in-between, so more of kind of like a managed hosting service. So, um, so along with, you know, making changes to their website and marketing their websites um, will be that for companies as well, kind of that managed hosting experience. Great. And what value is content marketing added to your company? As a content marketing company ourselves, we're always interested in hearing success stories and how content may have helped you grow. The yeah. Business. Yeah. So, you know, over the last, I would say five or six years, it's kind of been just, we've been really focused on our customers. So it really hasn't been that important for us, but in the past we've, you know, we were kind of focused on that, um, you know, I would say 10, 15 years ago, we were just, you know, pumping out videos and blogs and, and it was very important to our business and, and definitely brought in some big clients because they saw our various content pieces. Um, we worked with this big, um, you know, famous uh, uh, exercise company and worked with them for a number of years and 
they came across us because of our YouTube videos. So yeah, it's definitely important. And, um, you know, today we're starting to kind of put out our blogs again and we're, we also have a podcast as well. So we're kind of starting to gear up for, you know, putting out content again. So we do a podcast called Shoponomics and we, uh, we have guests on as well, like you, and then we also do kind of website reviews. So we'll pull up a website and go through it and talk about what we like and don't like, and then we'll go through their tech and marketing stack. And um, and we'll go through the search results and kind of see how they're ranking and, and provide some insight there. Very cool. It's like a teardown kind of an approach. I like that. You yeah, yeah. Really get into the nuts and bolts of what's driving the growth. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Is it all e-commerce driven, you know, kind of focus or is it other verticals? Uh, for the po the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. So it's e-commerce focused. I was kind of thinking of a pivot to just selling online in general, because that would really encompass, you know, <laughs> almost everybody. Right? right. But yeah, so far it's been uh, e-commerce focused. That's great. Very cool. Yeah. And when you work with your clients, are you helping them build out their CRM and workflows around how to follow up on leads that you're generating for them? Um, you know, we're not, we're not, I mean, so as one of our, you know, kind of longest standing clients, we, we do a little bit of that, like with MailChimp and stuff, but, um, but yeah, no, that's something we're not, um, yeah, we're not working on that. I mean, I, I do see the value in that, but it's just like kind of one more thing that we, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're already full, right? That's yeah. got a full plate already. Yeah. I, but I do see the value in it. And I know that some companies that, and integrate the marketing more into the CRM. And I think for a lot of our clients, they just the idea of teaching them kind of one more, you know, software and just it's I think it'd be overwhelming. To them. Right. Right. So, not to say that they don't use CRM. Some of them do, of course, but it's just um, yeah, it's it's a lot for you know, small business owner. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I guess my last question is, you know, if you forecast out a year from now, what would something be that you would like to be celebrating? either professionally or personally? Yeah, good question. So, you know, I think one of the things that we're doing and which I really look up to you and your company as far as you've created a you know product that you're selling. And so that's kind of something that I'm, I'm working on as well. And, some, you know, product that we can sell with, you know, various packages. And so um, a lot of times, like right now, our, our offering is kind of, you know, we customize it and for each business, which I think is good. And there's a lot of value in that, but I would like to um, maybe in addition to that also have, you know, here's some a product offering that we can offer, you know, small businesses that, you know, here's package A, B, and C and, um, you know, and really just kind of focusing on those because I, I, you know, it's hard to scale when you're, you know, you've got various packet and you're just kind of creating them as you go. And um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of where in a year from now, if we were, you know, had some packages that we're selling and, and marketing those packages, I, I think I'd be really happy. Wonderful. Sounds great, Matt. Well, thank you so much. Been a pleasure talking with you. Yeah. Great talking to you, Andy. Um, yeah. We'll have to, you know, have you on our podcast. <laughs> we'd love that. Let's do it. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, Matt Ramage from eMarketed. Thank you, Matt. All right. Thank you, Andy. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.